Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. Today's guest is a special one for so many reasons. I've watched her business grow and blossom into the incredible machine that it is today. At just 17 years old, Allison Zeller took her passion for drawing and began to create custom products, her famous phone cases, blankets, wall art, and more. Now at just 18 and on her way to university, her business is going to help her pay for her college education. One of the most incredible parts of Allie Brooke Designs and her backstory is that Allison has never paid for marketing, not a dime. She's a master of partnerships, leveraging her network and utilizing the tools that are available to her for free. Allison sees the world from a different perspective. She says that bright colors and fun patterns make people happy, and doodling has been a way of life for her for as long as she can remember. Powered by ADHD, she doesn't see it as a disability, but as an ability that drives her like a motor that's constantly running. ADHD has enabled Allie, not labeled her, and she wants to urge you to dare to be different and join her in coloring your world. I am so excited to bring this story to Dear Founder, and I am so excited for you to hear this conversation. Alison Zeller is a force and a name that you better get used to hearing. Come on in and meet my friend, Alison Zeller. All right. Today on Dear Founder, we have an extra special guest for so many reasons. One, she is our youngest guest to date. She is just 18. She turned 18 earlier this year. Two, she is someone that I met on Instagram during the height of the pandemic and have been so proud watching her grow her business from the bedroom of her parents' home. And three, she just committed to her college. And so I I don't think we've ever had anyone who's been at that stage of their life on this podcast. So welcome today to Allison Zeller, founder of Allie Brook Designs. And many of you have seen her on my Instagram and now she is here in person. So Allie, welcome. Thank you for having me. I really enjoy being here. Of course. I am so excited to share your story for so many reasons. As you know, I am just so proud of the business that you've built and watching it and being a front row spectator has been um, really just so incredible. So I would love for you to take our audience through how you started your business. And also, I want you to share for those who don't know what your business exactly is. So my business is a custom design company. I take all your favorite things. You love your pet, your kids, your business logo, your hobbies, everything you love. And I put it on one of a kind product. So it's truly unique to that person you're giving it to or it's for yourself. And how this started was actually never meant to start itself. I got an order from someone who wanted a monogram on a phone case. And I showed them something that I created for someone else for an influencer. And they're like, I want that. 
So it, it really just spiraled into this thing where everyone wanted this custom item that I never planned on selling. So I entered a Valentine's Day gift guide um, and it was located in Chicago. And I remember staying up that night waiting and waiting because there's an hour difference in New York. And one o'clock, I was getting all these people messaging me about custom phone cases. I sold seven that night. Seven turned into 20 that it just spiraled and I'm selling now them every single day. And it's amazing. And Lindsay was one of my first customers. She was like my top 20 customer. I just want to take a minute to say thank you. In just a few short months, this podcast has reached some incredible milestones, namely helping so many of you. From founding, growing, and selling my first company, and now helping others to do the same, so many of you trust me right here on the podcast, but also through my classes, my one-on-one programs, and my social media. Your belief in me is so appreciated, and now I can help you to grow your own personal brand or your company's community through content, social media, partnerships, email, collaborations, and more. Just click the link in the show notes and fill out the form. Grab 30 minutes with me. We can chat, connect. I'd love to get to know you and your business and perhaps even have the chance to work with you. Thanks so much for being here. Well, I love your products. You know that. I mean, I have the case. My kids have your blankets, which you so graciously gave them. They love them. And I have given your cases as gifts. I've put them in gift guides. And I I mean, I love what you do. I love what you do because you help people one, express themselves. And someone like me, like I am not an artist, right? Like I can't draw for shit. So like the fact that I can rely on you to put my thoughts and put my creativity into a piece of art that I carry with me every day. And I mean, I carry my phone case every day. I love it. It doesn't come off my phone ever. Um, It's just, it's so amazing what you do. And I think that the biggest thing that I want you to kind of share right now is how the word of mouth marketing and Instagram really played into making this happen for you because you have a visual product. And so it's easy to share it. Right. I am I'm happy to say I really not paid for any single bit of advertising. What I can do is based off word of mouth. All my customers, they share it. Um, a picture of their phone case going, I'm so happy. I just got my phone case. They share it. Look, this is my kid. This is all my favorite things. I have people doing posts for me, doing stories, Facebook posts. And it's basically a walking billboard because people, they go into town. Like my teacher just bought one from, because my they saw my daughter have it, like all these different things. So I basically have like a little cult in Chicago almost, if you want to call it that, because all their neighbors have it. And it's basically, I've been able to do everything I'm doing right now for word of mouth, which is so amazing because this is helping pay for my college actually. So this is, I'm living the dream. And this has turned into a big business and it started right before the pandemic, right? Or like, right, yeah. right. It was like the February right. before the, before lockdown, right? Yeah, about, but I wasn't doing custom yet. So, okay. So you, you're in the first Valentine's day gift guide and you start getting these orders. And then like, I mean, like three, four weeks later, we are locked down. So what happens then? Like what, what, what was it that you were like, okay, I'm going to actually like do this and pursue this. I mean, you're, you were young. You were, you had just turned 16. Uh, to be honest, if you're completely honest, I don't know. Cause once I got those orders, it never stopped. It wasn't <laughs> like I've been selling things since I was little. My dad used to own a restaurant. 
And I used to sell clay charms and bracelets. Actually, at my summer camp when I was little, I used to make clay charms and I'd go around to the picnic tables where people had like $2 for soda and I would take orders for custom charms. And that's <laughs> I did a little tackle box of quarters. So I've always done this my entire life. So you you expanded beyond phone cases. So how did you figure out what it was that you wanted to put your designs on? Because obviously the phone case is like your flagship product, mm-hmm. but you do so many more things besides the phone cases now. And we're going to get into the B2B stuff in a minute. Like, you know, like I know you've done event design and whatnot as well, but um, like, how did you decide like, oh, I'm going to make some blankets and I'm going to I'm going to make some custom art to hang up in people. I mean, I see all the stuff that you post. Like, where did that come from? The blankets came from because I honestly personally wanted a blanket for myself. And that's kind of how that started. Like, if it's something I wanted to buy. And then my stepbrother wanted one for our baby gift. And then that's how that started. The wall art. Um, the first person, which was um, someone in Florida. She was actually my first customer before I did phone cases, before I did anything else. She saw because when I started out, because connecting and marketing is so important, I used to do artwork for like a candy company somewhere here, somewhere there. And just I just wanted them to post my artwork. So I would like give them artwork for free, basically. And she saw it and she wanted that. So that's how wall art came. It was the first thing ever. It's like a little cityscape with like her company logo and all her favorite things. You just said something that I think is really important because you recognize this and you are a young entrepreneur, but you recognize how important your network is. And, you know, you also said something else that you gave her something. And, you know, I think this is very applicable to any entrepreneur that is just getting started. And that is you can give something away for free and eventually turn a profit. That's exactly what I did. I. I basically, I called it like a hit list. I basically found companies I really wanted to work with. And I said, give me a chance. You know, this is what I can do. All I'm looking for is a mention, a tag. And she, yeah, some of them were busts. But the ones that did work out, it really helped for the better. So how are you growing your business now? Like, how are you getting the word out past your current customers? Or is it just naturally growing because you do have a naturally Instagrammable product? It, it's naturally growing. I am getting orders now from everywhere from Mississippi to Montana. I got one from Idaho a couple of days ago. It's Illinois is my big and New York is like my big two. Florida probably my third, but it's still it's growing. It's also growing now other places in Illinois, which I'm noticing now too, away from the big inner circle. So how are you, how do you manage this all? You are, you know, you started this when you were 16, you're 18. Now you're a senior in high school, which, you know, you have friends and you have, you're going to college and, you know, you have things outside of school. How do you manage this all? This is like the most important thing to me, basically, because I want it to be successful and I really believe in the product. So I always find time for it. If I'm waiting, like um, before class starts, I have my iPad with me. I do this during my free period of school. You know, I I'll stay up. I'll do it like when I'm watching TV. I this is my number one priority besides school, of course. What are you going to do when you go to college next year? I'm going to turn my dorm into my home office. I've already decided. <laughs> what if you have a roommate? I am a roommate. I found my roommate. She's fully aware and it's fine. I'm going to make a really cute little dorm room, lots of pillows on my bed, snacks, and I'm just going to sit there and bunker down, do orders. And then you're going to end up with the whole college crew ordering from you. 
You're going to need to hire an assistant. I'm already looking for people. So what, okay. So what are you looking for right now to hire? Um, in terms of hiring, my mom is fulfilling the most of the jobs. Um, but at some point I would really like to have someone just for helping me, you know, keep up with my Shopify and to help more on the website stuff, because that's a big thing. Cause I built my whole website myself. I code it and I don't always know what I'm doing. So it's pressing random buttons, hoping it works. So that would be a big weight off my shoulders. Um, okay. So you want to hire a web, a web, like someone to help with your web. What else do you need help with? What does your mom do? My mom, besides emotional support, she helps me with pricing because I love making art so much. I forget that I need to get paid. Getting paid is an added bonus for me. It's seeing a smile from people when they have my products telling me that it's like their kid only wants a phone case. They just bought a brand new phone for them. It's That's really the real joy and the reason that I do this. Money is a nice bonus. So she helps me with that. She went to art school as well. So she sometimes helps me with placement if I'm working on a mural for something. And I don't like something's not fitting. She'll help me with that. She helps me with all the product descriptions you see on the website, all the press releases. When I was in News 12 or Fox News before, she helped me write those descriptions. She really is like the brain and like the basically the mind of the business. She's your business manager. Um, no, we're like superhero. Let's call your superhero. Okay. I, I trust me. I'm all on board with that. All right. So the first time you and I like connected over Instagram was when I bought my phone case from you. And one of the first things you said to me was, you know, I have ADHD and this helps me. And this is like my therapy. And so I would love for you to kind of take us through that whole why for your business, because that I think is really behind a lot of what you do and why you do things. I'm very determined as an individual to almost prove my worth and to basically prove to myself that I can do this because I have ADHD. My business motto is powered by ADHD. I always be drawing on papers in school. I was a kid who'd have a whole notebook filled with doodles. And for me, it's really, it's like, it's timeless for comforting. It's a stress reliever. So for me in particular, I wanted to be able to show people you can do things with a learning disability. You can do things with ADHD and you could still, you know, turn your ability, turn your disability into an ability. So for my ADHD, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm also so determined to make this succeed because I'm so fixated on it. But it's kind of an obsession. But all the bright colors, the very whimsicalness of some of my more doodle artwork and style, how chaotic it is. It's one of the reasons why I'm so creative and I really want to inspire others, which I feel like I have. I have parents reach out to me saying my kid has ADHD and I show them um, your products and they're so inspired that they can do stuff like this. It's really just a truly wonderful thing. I'm helping other people out with. And that I mean, that in turn is probably just as fulfilling as someone loving their phone case. Right. I mean, helping others is is the best feeling ever. Yes. Right. Let's talk a little bit about success. I want to talk about your school success really quickly. I don't want to let this fly under the radar because you got into like a lot I, of colleges. I, a lot. Applied so, to, yeah. I applied to 22 schools because half of them let me apply for free. I got into 21 of them. I got into a lot of the top art schools, Micah, Mecca, MCAT, SAIC, SVA, 
I got into Michigan. I got into North Carolina. I got into, I really was surprised how many art schools I got into. Why were you surprised? Because as a kid, someone used to ask me what college I was going to go to. And I said, whatever one would let me in. Because as since I have learning disabilities and I have ADHD and I've always been in special education as a kid, the bar wasn't really set that high for me, usually with um, all the special ed and everything else. So that I knew my art was good enough, but I didn't know if my grades were, and especially for Michigan. And I was shocked. It's just amazing. But it's amazing. And I hope that you are proud of yourself because it's not, it's, it's a testament to your hard work. It's a testament to your talent, you know, and anyone who's listening now who doesn't know who you are, what you, I mean, they're all going to go to your Instagram because they're going to want to know how talented you are. And like, Allie's really talented. So I'm, I'm really proud of you. And I wanted to make sure to share that. So when it comes to like your business, you know, obviously your mom is helping you. Of course, you just mentioned that. And, you know, the business and the product is your art and your talent. So how, how are you going to continue to grow this? Are you going to scale this? Do you have plans to scale this? And I know you do, but I don't know if you wanted to share it. I have a couple plans, actually. I've had these plans for a while. I would really love to do art licensing. It's something I've always wanted to do, like walk in a store and you see your artwork on a bedding or like a mug or something. So I'm in the process. I told myself I'm going to try and get an art licensing agent before I go to college. I would. I just did three more murals for uh, physical therapy places in Long Island. I would love to do more murals and wall art. I actually, um, I met with Rebel Daughters Cookies. I We connected through your posting of my blankets and I got a job to do a wall art for her, for her bakery. And that even turned into me doing her woman's um, small business day for International Women's Day. Well, you have so much going on. I, I I don't even know, Allie, how you keep track of all this. I really don't. I don't. That's Do you just, part of it. Like, and let's talk about that a little bit, because I think that that's a really important part of business to share with entrepreneurs and especially solopreneurs and people who are getting started is like, there's really no plan and you can still be very successful and not have a plan. I never thought I, uh, I was going to do custom stuff. It just stumbled on my lap and I usually don't have a plan. I'm all over the place. My dad, which is my other business partner, helps wrangle me in like that. I have a hundred things that I want to do in my head. And he sits me down and goes, you need to put this up on the website. Like we're just, I still didn't do it. Yeah, we're going to be having custom uh, cutting boards and custom yoga mats and trays up on the website we had some product testers with that i have to put that up so he really wrangles me in but for organization like i when i first started i was like it, it almost i treated it like a lemonade stand a little bit so i didn't have like note sheets basically i think i had a notebook and i wrote down how many orders i had it wasn't digitalized so my dad had to sit down and take every like venmo i got in every shopify bill i got in and write it out on paper because I didn't keep track. So I think it's really important to do that in the beginning. It'll save you a lot of time, a lot of effort. The other thing that I like about what you're saying right now is that you asked for help. I, I'm not shy to ask for help if I need it. I'm not great at math. It's part of the math disability. I've I've given over my right for the math. I let my parents do it. You know, you need to know when to step away if that's not my strong suit in your own business. 
because I know like writing is not my strong suit. So I let my mom take over that. Uh, you could still oversee it. Like I will tell her it needs to be a little more fun, a little more whimsical in the writing style. But then to the day, the art is where I really truly shine. And I think it's important if you know you're good at something and you're fortunate enough to have some help to step back, not control it as much and to let them shine at what they shine at and let you soar what you soar at. Today's episode is brought to you by Hivecast, an amazing agency providing high-quality podcast production made simple and affordable. I hit the jackpot when I came across Hivecast. As I pieced together services from contractors all over the web initially to help me with my podcast, Hivecast was everything that I needed all in one place. For just $500 per month, they not only produce and edit four episodes, but they also create the marketing assets. Emma, my account manager, is amazing, making sure that I'm on task and that we can schedule episodes regularly and by my deadlines. Honestly, the time saved working with Hivecast is worth at least triple what I'm paying. Their sister company, Fireside, offers other marketing services for small businesses, including social media management, Facebook and Instagram ads, search engine marketing, and so much more. Again, all at a rate palatable by a small business owner. The best part, there's no contract. You can purchase their services as needed on a monthly basis. Use the code FOUNDHER and save 50% off your first month of services. Give them a try. The decision to outsource this part of my business has surely saved me a ton in the long run, and it was the best decision I've made for my business. Oh, I love that, Allie. And I, I want to share, I want, I do want to share this too, is that the first, one of the first times you and I talked like off Instagram, um, I, and I, I want to share this because I think this is such an important lesson for people who are listening. Allie reached out to me and very specifically asked me for something. Do you remember what you asked me for? If you would share my artwork on your what? No, no, you, no, no, that's okay. You reached out and you said to me, like a lot of people reach out and say, hey, can we have coffee? Or, hey, can I pick your brain? Or like, hey, you know, just like real general. But you were very specific in your ask. And I would have said yes anyway, because I adore you. But I, I, I love that you knew to be specific in what you were asking for. And you knew that I, that I could help you with something. And you said to me, how can I get on TV? And you you were very specific. And so we had a call and I, and I shared with you anything that I could to help you. And, and I have put you on TV before, but you got a TV segment on your own. And, and that was amazing. And I share that because I think it's really important for, you probably didn't even, you might not have realized at the time how, how important it was that you were very, being very specific, but I'm sharing that one. So, you know, now, and even if you don't know, but you know, and two, I want people to hear that because I think people are more apt to say yes when there is a very specific ask. And like, I knew I could give you advice on that. And so I did. And, and I think you're, and you're not shy to ask people for advice on specific things, but you're, you are, you know what you want. And I think that that's very important. Thank you. So what would you say has been like your proudest moment so far? Oh my God. I've had so many. I think when I first saw the 16 foot mural getting installed in my school, cause I stayed after school. It, it, I was there from two o'clock. I had a full day of school from two o'clock after school closed to like seven at night. And I just stood there watching in the freezing cold. Uh, and I remember like feeling like I was going to faint when I saw the artwork world up because it, it was four times my size. Um, when I was on Fox News the whole night, probably for three days, 
I was like, mom, mom, I'm on Fox News. And you just hear it looping over and over again. And that last but not least, Allie Brick Designs, like every single time that I see some of my products, that's the new proudest moment when I see a new kid smile. So really, I'm loving everything about this. So those are my top favorites. But every day is a new favorite. Share a little bit more because we talked a little bit about this, but share a little bit more about the importance of networking and the importance of tapping into who's in your network because you do an amazing job. You are really natural at it. I mean, I, I sometimes I wonder just because you're so young, like, does Allie really know like how good she is at this? Because you are, and you're good at keeping connections and making connections and um, you're a good partner for people. And so I want you to touch upon that and why that's so important. So I, when I first started my business, I needed connections. And I said to my parents, my parents are both in the joy business. What connections do you have? And they had virtually none because joy business. So I was determined to create my own. You were my first big connection. If I have a party planner, you know, because when I'm doing people's cases, if they give me a logo and they say, this is my company logo, like, party planner let me see you want do you need an artist for something or whatever it may be so I'm not scared to ask same way as you because you never know if you don't take the risk the worst thing you could get is a no and out of 100 no's you might get one yes and that might be the thing that gets you on tv or gets you a client job because with networking, especially my first bar mitzvah job was for a party planner. And I asked her, do you have any work you can ever give me? Is there a way to get on your like client list for artists? And she's like, my daughter's having a bar mitzvah. The rest was history. So you can't be scared to ask, even though you don't know the person face to face. You got to just try and make a connection. And that's what I've done. And then reaching out to people. I, from start to end with your custom process... You know, I let you know the order shipped. I work with you while creating the case, while creating the blanket. I ask you for a picture of it afterwards and if you'll share it. And then you're basically showing everyone else. I'm really creating a society of custom design lovers, really. I think a lot of people have a lot to learn from you. You make this look very easy, but you are also a natural at it. And I think that it, it is, and you are. You, I, I don't think that you have like some like, meticulous plan in your head, but you know what you need to do to service your customers and to get the notoriety and to get the awareness. And, and it is, that is a natural gift. So that's amazing. What would be three things that you would tell someone who's starting a business and not even just a kid, anyone, like even an adult, because you, uh, there are a lot of adults listening to this podcast who could absolutely learn from you. Even if you have a full-time job, even if you know, you see it on time. You should always try to make time for this because don't do what if. What if I could be successful? What if this? Because I remember when I first started, my parents told me, you know, it's really hard to be successful at this. You want a full-time career at this for you. You know, you don't need to work another job. And my mom said to me, show me the money. And I did eventually. So if you keep trying and you keep doing it and you don't take no for an answer, you'll finally get it. So that's the first most important thing, just to keep chasing that dream. The second thing I say is, you have to have a process eventually. You could start off like a train wreck like I did originally because I finally decided to organize. I made a Shopify website. I started off first with Venmo and paper. I didn't have anything automated. 
So I think having a plan before you have a breakthrough product is important, but if not, it's no worry. You should never stress about that because you could always, you know, pick yourself back up and do that afterwards. And the third thing I would like to say is just, you really just have to go for it. You know how, no matter, I never would have thought my, my parents, we all, everyone thought I did these little leggings, these bright colorful leggings. I thought that was going to be my number one product. I was so wrong. This was because I remember actually having a gut feeling because I personally wanted a phone case with my artwork on it. My parents like, it's not enough profit margin. You know, you can't sell a regular phone case. You know, you're making like $5. And here we are. Just even if you think it might be a stupid idea, you never know because the audience really is the one who decides what's going to be big. It's you can like love a product yourself. But you have to listen to your customers and your clients and you have to see what they want because you never know. Allison Zeller, founder founder of Alleybrook Designs. Thank you so much for enlightening all of us with your knowledge and your wisdom. You are 18. This is only the beginning. I mean, I you like I said, you are sharing things that I think so many people out there can learn from. I can't wait to see where this goes. I know it's going to go far. I know you told me about six, six, eight months ago, you said, I want to be in every household. And I have no doubt that you will be. Thank you. So congratulations. Thank you. Allie is so impressive. And when I went back to cut this episode today before sending it to the editor, it just reminded me how incredible she is. And honestly, when you listen to today's episode, you forget that Allie is just 18 years old. She has takeaways and she has lessons right here for all of us that any one of us can benefit from. So you know what time it is. Please take out your pen and paper because Allison Zeller's takeaways are top notch. Are you ready? Number one, listen to your customers and your community. They'll help to dictate your product line based on their needs and what they want to buy. Number two, You don't have to spend money on marketing. Make a hit list of partners and reach out to those that you want to work with. Simply reach out. Number three, having an Instagrammable product that people share is a great way to grow your business. Number four, having family support you makes a huge difference, especially when it comes to emotional support. Number five, money is obviously how we all make a living, but to Allie, and I would concur, that it is a bonus and that really seeing the joy your products bring to people make owning your business worthwhile and it really shows you how much of an impact you can make on others. Number six, utilize the connections you have for partnerships to grow your business. Don't be scared to ask for a partnership. The worst thing that someone can say is no. Number seven, utilize your team to keep you in line, wrangle you in and help keep you organized. Use them to help you in the areas where you're not as strong. Number eight, don't be shy to ask for help if you need it. You need to know when to step back and when to ask for help in areas that are not your strong suit. Number nine, know where you shine and step back and let others shine at what they shine at so that you can soar where you soar. Number 10, when you ask for help, be specific about what you're looking for. More people are apt to say yes when there is a specific ask. Number 11, make time for your idea. It's not a what if, but it's a what if I can be successful. I cannot thank you enough for being here today and for joining us for another episode of Dear Founder. I hope that you enjoyed hearing Ali's story as much as I enjoyed sharing it. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure that you take out your phone and click that five-star rating or leave a review so that others can find us. We have some incredible 
incredible guests coming up. You are not going to want to miss them. So please make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen so that you do not miss an episode. Trust me. If you know someone who wants to start their own business, please make sure you share this episode with them. You can either text it to them or post it in your Instagram. Make sure to tag me and I'll reshare some of them to say thank you. Stay tuned for another episode of Dear Founder coming your way every Tuesday and Thursday. 